happy you're here. Um, it is actually, well, we'll get into who you are and everything, but you're actually like recently birthday. Duh. On Saturday, I'm Pisces. <laughs> you're Pisces. Your birthday is, a t- you're 22. I am, which I feel like is a very in-between age because 21, it's like you're legal, you can drink. And then 22, it's like nothing too monumental and kind of just stressful graduating from college. But, you know, it was a good day. And last year, my birthday party was canceled because of COVID. So it was like kind of the first weekend right. that California shut down. So compared to compared to that, I'm just so grateful. You know, like life is starting to feel like it's coming back. But more importantly, <laughs> at my 22nd birthday, Caroline brought a new man. I was Sabrina. <laughs> so we're going to need the deets on that. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. Well, first I wanted to tell everyone that, you know, this isn't going to be a typical Quinn show. Mm-mm. No, no, no. <laughs> it's going to be kind of a back and forth interview because Sabrina is a young journalist. We went to Stanford together. Um, she's my best friend in the world. She lives down the street from me and she's amazing. So... Uh, just to give the the listeners the the dirt. Um, the dirt. I feel the same way about you. <laughs> um, but yes, I did. So literally, Sabrina had uh, like small friends dinner on Saturday, and I was like, uh, "Can I bring like this guy who's I'm seeing to it?" And she was like, "Okay." And then I just showed up to this like intimate dinner with uh, with. Wait, I, I almost said we shouldn't name. say his name. Should we come up with a new name for him? We could blank that out. Yeah. Okay, let's call him. Let's call him Phil. Phil. <laughs> of the future. Okay, that's good. <laughs> All right, so I brought this guy, Phil. And um, what did you think of him? Um, I thought he was so cool. And you were nice. really drunk, so I don't know if you knew. <laughs> I actually was. I, I think I got I got drunk because I got very PDA with my boyfriend. So that's how I knew my mom was like, you were going hot and heavy. But um, I thought he was so nice, and I thought he... He really likes you. He came to this random birthday dinner to be with you. And he was fun. He was there. He was engaged. He showed up with flowers with you. I, I thought 10 out of 10, A+. Plus. Wow, wow. <laughs> but how do you feel about him, Caroline? You know, I honestly, like, I really like him. <clears throat> I really like him. But as you know, I kind of have a history with, like, really liking people. And then ha- waking up one morning and hating them. <laughs> I know. I know. I've met several. I've met several. I was like... <laughs> Yeah. You thought a different guy was coming today than, <laughs> or coming to your birthday party then. Um, but actually, I wanted to talk to you about this because I think we share this, like, a, like, ability and also desire to, like, have people be obsessed with us and then to, like, realize that we don't actually like them. Totally. Which sounds vain, but it's not. No, it's like, <laughs> yes, I used to – I feel like before this relationship, I had been single my whole life, like, 21 years – And I always thought, like, I will know in the first 20 minutes of meeting someone if I will like them. Like, if I could ever be with them seriously, if I want to date them or kiss them or anything. And then, like, after that point, it would be a game of, like, now, like, let me make them fall in love with me. You know, it's like we were – it's, like, sort of like you're, like, trying to get a job, like, in a job interview. Exactly. You're just putting your best foot forward and you're very focused on, like, how can they fall in love with me, think I'm the awesomest person, you know, ASAP. And then, like, by the third date, you start to be like, okay, now how do I feel? Because, like, I'm going to dinner with them instead of hanging out with my friends. So that's when, like, you sort of switch the perspective. But And why does it, like, take us so long to, to, to like, start thinking about them, like, to start thinking about whether we like them? I know. Isn't that interesting? Like, every time I go on a date with someone, the only thing I'm thinking about is I want them to like me. Like, yeah. I'm not even thinking, like, do they are like they annoying? Because you know what I you know what it is, I think. I think it's like we're not judgmental of other people. Like we're mm. actually me and you, I know we're we're really what do you think? I think we're not. Yeah. I, I think I could work on being less judgmental, okay. but yeah. But overall, I don't think it's my instinct to be like Totally. Yeah. I don't think it's like our first instinct to judge people. So if we like someone, like we're not we're not like looking at them too harshly, even though we are like demanding a lot as girls, I think. But <laughs> But because we're like that, I think we judge ourselves harder. And so it's like mm-hmm. we have just high expectations of how we will show up, like how we yeah. show up to a date or a dinner or anything. You know what I mean? Yes. And so I think like that's like our first our first thought before we get to like the second one of like, you know, how do I want to spend my time? <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm just extreme, extre- extremely, <laughs> extremely, extremely like, <laughs> like focused on like criticizing myself on like an internal monologue. hundred percent. Know Yes. And I think it's like, that's something I'm working on. You always hear like self-compassion, like thrown around, you know, everyone's like, be self-compassionate, have self-compassion. It's like mindfulness. It's like those like terms that are just said all the time. 
But I remember I was like in the psychology class at Stanford and we had to read this doctor's paper about Mm self-compassion. And the whole idea was like, if your friend like really fucked up one, one night, okay, and she wakes up the next day and she's really upset at herself and she's like, just like beating down on herself. And you're like, look, I love you. Like you're treating her with kindness. You have perspective. You're like, it's not a big deal. It's like, if you could treat the way you treat your friend, like back to yourself in situations, like be your own best friend. Like you don't have to be your biggest critic to be like successful. And I used to always think that I'm still learning that I'm so young and I am not successful yet, you know, but like I'm working on it. Just like, I, I don't think we have to be like the one that's going to point out every flaw in order to be the best version of ourselves. So it kind of goes along with that. That's something even in my relationship, I'm like, let me get out of my head thinking like, what's he thinking about this? And be like, yeah. what am I thinking about this? Week? Like, how's this week going for me? You know what I mean? <laughs> how does that love feel yeah, today? <laughs> how does she feel? But now that now that we're in, we're in like a two week range with Phil. Well, okay. Well, with Phil, we've known each other for a year. Well, oh, first of all, I just okay. want to say... Give us some backstory. Yeah, I'll give you some backstory. And also, I just want to say I totally agree with that. And I think it's something that women struggle with in general is this feeling that in order to be successful, I have to be on top of myself, putting myself down, you know? And I think it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so much more, like, effective to be like, hey, good job today. Like, keep it up. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Totally. Like, yeah. if you actually think about what would make you the best version of yourself and, like, you know, the woman you want to be, as DVF would say, like, it is like, you do have to be your biggest advocate, like your biggest champion. Because like, you know, once you leave your parents' house, like you don't have your parents to be that anymore. Like everyone, like you have to be, like Barbara Walters once said something, because like I really look up to her as a journalist. And she was like, oh no. Yeah, I think it was Barbara Walters. I hope. I'll go back and check. But she was like, nothing is worth doing that you wouldn't feel comfortable promoting. And, like, I used to always be, like, you have to be so, like, oh, this is kind of shitty, like, before you show someone a song you made or anything like that. And it's, like, if you're going to do something, like, you should be able to, like, promote it. And I need to take my own advice because I haven't promoted, like, you know, even any of the interviews I've done, really. But And I just, like, always think about that. Like, we should be our best friend, our biggest advocate. And I think you're like that. And I definitely have some friends that like that. And it's so liberating Mm -hmm. to be around people that are, like, like unapologetically like their biggest fan. Yeah. Do you know Serena Kerrigan on Instagram? Yeah. I love her. Shout out to Shout her. Shout out to her. Like she's so like I watch her stories. I'm like, yeah, you're so right. She's like, have a conversation with yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And like say everything you love about yourself. I remember before parties at Stanford, I used to do this thing and I was put in the triple. So there's two other girls living in a room with me my sophomore year. And we would like stand in front of this mirror because like it was this really cheap mirror from Target. So, like, it was completely messed up and, like, you look all kind of, like, funky in it. But we would be, like, you just – everyone would have to stand in front of the mirror and say your favorite thing about yourself. So, it's, like, I love my dress. I think I have great skin. Like, things like that. And it's, like, yeah, like, before you go to a party, like, that is a good thing. And we always felt pretty hyped. Well, I got to say, on this topic, this guy, Phil, that I'm yeah, dating, right? Like. Phil. I have always like not really liked my vagina. Like yeah. it's just not Let's like the, it. it's just not like the cutest thing about me. And I'm not even trying like it's not yeah. I'm not I'm spending all day thinking about it. It's yeah, just like yeah. you know the voice inside my head is like Ugh, like when the lights are on, you know. But he's kind of obsessed with it. Really? Like, 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 not even, like, in only a sexual way. Like, he just always wants to touch my vagina. Like, we'll be sitting in the car, and he'll just, like, put his hand on my pants. But isn't that funny? Like, because if that had been your first experience, like, you would probably always feel that way. So that's probably what it should have always been like. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're, like, I feel like because at one point you maybe thought you felt that way about your vagina, <laughs> then it became, like, this thing which, like, probably no one thought about everyone was like so lucky to be able to see it or you know play with it or whatever like huge gift you know what I mean and we call her Penelope and it's like it's just like part of our thing and it's really cute but it also makes me just Penelope and Caroline (laughs) and Peter Peter I do that too I will not say but along these lines like do you think is there a point at which like TMI becomes a thing in a relationship like with Phil like we literally talk about poop we talk about bo like we talk about everything like do you think like it becomes like brother sister or do you think like no i don't know so like definitely sometimes i say things and i'm like was that hot of me to like, say that like, just definitely me. not so like i think throughout my relationship like the more it goes on like more often he just keeps looking at me sometimes and he'll laugh and he'll be like you're so quirky he's like girls want to be quirky but like, you're actually the quirkiest girl i've ever met because i have like 50 different voices sometimes i'm a nerd i'm like oh well i thought we could cuddle right now and like things like that and i definitely named 
his private part as well. There's like so many things. But I think, I don't know, I think it's your personality. Like if you're a goofy person, mm. you have to be able to be goofy with the person you're with or like you will never bond on a level that's like super comfortable and authentic to you. Do you know right. what I mean? Like they have to be your friend so it's like too. That, those yeah. are the best mm-hmm. moments when like, that you can be so weird and they're like, oh, I just think they're so cute. And like, you know what I mean? Like that she's the cutest and like, I love her. And so I think no, but I definitely feel you. Like sometimes <laughs> I've, said, I've said stuff and I'm like, I think I would even push the line farther. He thankfully like has kind of like separated going to the bathroom and things like that that he likes to keep very separate, which is probably fine. Under lock and key. Yeah. <laughs> Shit is under lock and key. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, like, I feel like I was going to say something else yeah. about this, but <laughs> no, I just can't stop thinking about someone keeping their poop in a lockbox. Oh, God. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry uh, to your boyfriend. <laughs> but, um, Visualize it. But, like, I feel like with him, I think it's just deepened our relationship because I feel like I can actually be 100% myself. Yeah. Um, How did I, you feel like? You've been in other relationships, and have you always felt like you've gotten there? Like, this is very soon to have gotten to be so comfortable with each other. You know, honestly, I definitely have been goofy in past relationships, but he just, like, gets my humor in a way not many people do, so. It just clicks. It's just, you know, it's just smooth as silk. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's melted butter. Mm. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, my friend Carly, you know her, she was in Theta. Um, she always has this line that a guy remembers you the best you've ever looked. And they don't rem- – like, when they think of you in their head, they think of you, like, at prom or – I look terrible at prom, but, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they don't remember, like, what you look like the rest of the time. So it's, as long as you, like, once a week pull out all the stops. It's so true. And you know what I oh, – oh, that same. I'm always like, okay, once a week let me put on real clothes, especially dating the pandemic. Like, you could be in pajamas, like, every single day. Yeah. But um, th- at the same time, I'm like, you know, like, I want to put on a dress and, like, it'll feel nice. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so true. And I always – I me and my friends talk about this a lot. Like – when you've decided someone's hot, even when they don't look great, like, you don't think they're not hot. Like, you still think they're a hot person. Yeah. So if you have to think about how, like, you know, a guy might view you. Like, they decided you were hot. They wanted to kiss you. Like, you're hot to them, you know? So it's like, it doesn't matter, like, that party. It's like, if you have pimples and, like, I definitely have pimples, especially with mask knee. It's like, you know, I'm, like, going through, like, 15 all over again. But, like, I'm like, you know what? They already decided I was pretty. Like, they, or they already know what my face looks like. And, like, it doesn't matter. So, like, that's, like, the thing I'm trying to tell myself. Yeah, that's so true. It's, like, once you think someone's hot, like, they are. They are, yeah. I think, like, someone's personality can make them less hot over time or, like, you yeah, know, major can, changes. But. Can you explain, like, you and your current boyfriend, you, like, kind of waited a while. Like, you were hooking up for a while. And, like, how did you decide that you like, you actually liked him? And, like, how do you yeah. do you recommend that? <laughs> well, so it's, like, I used to think, like, immediately I would know. Yeah. And then this one, it was, like, for some reason, everyone says, like, oh, like, don't put pressure on it. But, like, it always is. Like, if you like someone, like, you're, like, thinking about all the time and you're talking to your friends about it. And this one I, like, really kept to myself way more. Like, we went on our first date in Paris and, like, then I – romantic. And then, like, I didn't see him till like, two months later and – I just, like, feel like the whole experience was so fun, but, like, I didn't have – I didn't think, like, so – I didn't know anything about him before we met. Nowadays, you usually know things about people, like, everyone, like, before you see them, especially in, like, a school context. Yeah. So it was, like, such just low stakes, and I was, like, wow, I'm just enjoying seeing him. And then I remember, like, the time I really was, like, wow, like, I like this guy a lot. It's, like, I went to my friend's birthday in New York, and I was around all these other guys that – I used to flirt with or see her like usually I'd be so excited for like a weekend in New York like getting out of Palo Alto it's like so fun and then I just remember like I had so much fun but I definitely was thinking like wow like I really miss him and like oh like I'm all dressed up like I wish he was here and you know I was like okay I I really like this guy and like putting him in context of like other parts of my life I was like yeah yeah what about you what's like how do you think you usually know well I'm trying to like learn how to do that um because I just jump into things too quickly and then, like, they combust and stuff. I feel you. Like, that's <laughs> usually been me every other time. And, like, also, I like to think that I can, like, read someone immediately. Yeah. Which is so not true. And But I do think yeah. you can. I think you have really good intuition. Thanks. But I also But it's like love, the falling in love thing fast. I like, love, you want to get that yeah. from that. You love love. Exactly. Like, you don't – I think it's, like, you don't – want to hang out with someone surface level and neither do that's why we always play games and like people make fun of us but it's like if you sit down at like a dinner like in 10 minutes we'll be like oh let's play a game and people are like oh like Sabrina just always wants to play games games. yeah Yeah, but it's like no actually like I want to get deep fast and it's such like a good way to 
ease ease everyone into that or like have a real chat. So I think like you just like getting deep with people. You were the queen at school of the DMCs, which was like deep, meaningful conversations. Like I remember every night you would like at, in a party context, people are dancing, people are drunk, whatever, you know, like you would be like in a corner like, talking to someone for 45 minutes. And right. I always could look at your face like the nod, like, yeah, like the understanding nod. You know what I mean? And like you I think you just you like real connection. So you just like if you're seeing someone, you wanted to get like that. And obviously you want it to be hot. You want to hook up with them and all this stuff. But like you just wanted to like feel deep, like feel fun. It's like a movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went through this phase in college that I'm not really out of yet where I realized that people love talking about themselves and they love being asked questions. And so like I would just – my favorite game was like getting drunk at a party, picking someone random, sitting down with them and asking them things. It's so true. I think that's the biggest secret. Like everyone wants to talk about themselves. So it's like to be a good friend, like you actually just have to ask people about themselves. And listen. Yeah. And (laughs) I definitely used to do that. And I think it's also a way to like actually put the pressure off of yourselves. Like I would hold a fake microphone and be like, hi, I'm Sabrina Halper. Like tell me about you. And like flirt with a boy like that. And they'd be like, this girl is so quirky. And like, oh, and now I get to talk about myself. And it was sort of like a win-win. And I think people (laughs) like talking about themselves because it's like, they're like, it makes them start thinking about like, one reason why it works is like, then they're worried about what you think of them. Yeah. Rather than when you start saying stuff, then it's all A hundred percent. It's, you know, what's funny. I think it's like, I'm just starting to think like, I feel like I'm this open book. Like, I'm so open and I'll get so deep with people fast. And like, I want that connection. But I think a lot of the ways that I interact with people with like that, for example, I might actually be like, kind of like switching it so it's like putting the pressure on them a lot do you know what I mean so you don't have to be like is this part exactly what you basically said yeah I I think we just share this this feeling of like we love when people like us and like feel good about us yeah exactly which might just be like like insecurity or like perfectionism I feel like it's a personality trait it's like I definitely am thinking like even like so for my birthday Mm -hmm. I was like oh, I'm going to have this dinner. It's going to be outside. It's going to be small. It's COVID and I don't have that many friends in LA. I'm like, I was excited about it. It was planned. But like this, this narrative in my head was like, oh, like how is this person going to get along with this person? And how is every single person going to enjoy it and all this stuff? And I'm like, wait, like honestly, I need to have more faith in my friends to just like be able to have conversations with strangers and like have fun for themselves. I'm like, why? I, I just think we feel like this responsibility for like other people to have fun, to like us, to feel comfortable all the time, and, like all this yes. stuff. And it's like it's like the fucking Queen's Gambit when she would do the chess on the – do you know what I'm talking about? Did you see it? I did see it, but I, I missed the two, first two episodes. Okay, well, there's just a thing that she does where she watches, like, chess games play out, like, when she dreams. Yeah. And it's kind of like us, like, thinking about, like, social situations. Yeah. You know, in a way. Anyway. Okay, but I have a question for <laughs> okay, you. Okay, okay. We have to go back to Phil, but – so, like, I just turned 22. Uh-huh. And I'm curious – at 22 is right around the time you started Quinn and you dropped out of Stanford and you went on your own and like did your whole thing. And so like, how do you think you've changed from 22 to today? That's a great question. I mean, I feel like everything about my life has changed and there's like a million things I could talk about. One thing is that like for the first year of Quinn, we literally did everything wrong. Like we just fucked everything up and like just, just, you know, but I learned so much. And so I guess like if I could go back to that person at 22, I would just be like, I guess like you're just going to make a lot of mistakes and you're going to fuck a lot of things up. And like, just, I remember my stepmom sitting me down and being like, you have to take each fuck up, like look at it as if it's an object Take what you can, like a lesson from it, and then throw it in a pile and never look at it again. Yeah. And for some reason, that just worked for me because it was like a visual representation of what to do with fuck ups. Yeah. Because I'm the same like kind of person where I just like go circle, circle, circle. How come like you know this happened to our website, and how how come our content creators are doing this, and like just like all this stuff. And then as soon as I kind of switched, just being like, just do the work, focus, like be you, whatever. Things started going well. So I don't know. That's more like work relationship wise but I think you could yeah. you could apply that to anything right because like yeah. fuck ups are gonna happen in personal life professional life and there's like a lot of like gray area in between of like friendships and just so many things and so it's I think that's a really good way to think about it all right because like you could like be in a relationship for a year and it could go badly or I don't know I just think there's so many ways to look back on things in a bad light so you just need to think yeah. about it like that like you got something from it yeah and I think also like I was in a toxic relationship with this older guy and I used him for like stability which we've talked about like filling the void of my insecurity around Quinn with 
his like clean, tidy apartment with regular <laughs> like with towels and like you know fucking his like workout schedule and like it just made me feel like okay, there's sanity in the world. Yeah, and I just think that's you know so common like, but also like not a good strategy. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I think I think it is like w- when you're dating someone older. It is hard not to, like, compare, like, where they're at right now with, like, things just being, like, more settled and, like, successful and all these things to, like, you know, where I'm at. So I just think – and my boyfriend always says this. He's, like, you're so young. And, like, I feel like I've changed so much since then. Like, just the idea of, like, so much important growth happens in 20s. Mm, So it's – if I look back on myself at 16, like, I feel like I've changed so much now. So it's just – time brings it. And I I think the other thing is, like, I shouldn't – I shouldn't, like, rush to grow up, even though, like, I want that and I want to be successful and, like, I want to figure out what I want to do, all these things so badly. At the same time, it's, like, after you're 30, you have 70 years, hopefully, knock on wood, to be, to be like, you know, settled and, like, that vibe. So it's, like, this is our time to just – it's okay. Like, this is so the time to fuck up, take risks, et cetera. I just need totally. to take that – take my own advice on that one. Yeah, and, like – Oh my god! Why do I I keep like getting lost in what you're because saying? Because I'm talking too much. I'm <laughs> no, rambling. you're not at all. But, like, one one note on that is like I just finished this book called Scar Tissue, and uh-huh. it's about Anthony Kiedis, who's a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and like it just was so interesting to read about like him growing up in LA and like how crazy his life was, like mm. with drugs and so many things he dealt with, and also just like they didn't reach instant fame. You know what I mean? Like he had like so many different phases, even though he was always in music, and it's just like there is a feeling now where like everyone seems to like be successful so young and like yeah. have it and like everything is documented and it is like so many great people that we like probably look up to like did not make it immediately happen and like they did have a crazy phase and like all these different phases and like I sometimes think like wow I have like these high expectations of how I want to present myself since I was like early in high school and I'm like you know I, I hope I have like a slut phase and like phases of just like you know like you need different phases in yeah, life like yeah, you need yeah. to give like your life like contrast and everything totally and I remember what I was gonna say yeah (laughs) which is that I don't actually feel like I was a conscious human being until age 20 oh really so like I actually don't know like what I (laughs) I, like didn't have thoughts (laughs) so I think like there's that too for me yeah like in a way I'm four years old totally (laughs) totally it actually yeah that's a really good way to look at it and then also I was gonna mention this other interesting thing about like growing up is that at your birthday party we were talking about this I like so the (laughs) just how I how I actually met Sabrina is that I was hooking up with her older brother in college and he was like oh my like really cool younger sister is coming to visit campus and I was like oh I'll give her a tour and then we became best friends yeah and what he said to me I was like Adam like I have no I have no one to visit and I really want to visit I had three older brothers who did go to Stanford but they had a totally different perspective on it so he was like okay I think you would really like my friend Caroline but he's like but like he was like I'm not sure but you know try it anyway like flash forward like I remember that Saturday we were like eyes locked like in a DMC <laughs> as Caroline does and I was like I love you you're literally best friends okay so go back to the story yeah, so, okay, so so Adam and I hooked up when I was in when I was a freshman and you came and visited blah 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 but the thing was he kind of was still dating someone back home. Yeah. And I remember, like, seeing on his Snapchat story at the time, like, a picture of her and being like, oh, like, I'm, I'm, like, the other woman. Like, it was so bad. And so we kind of, like, stopped talking. And it was always hard, right, because, like, you were his sister and, like, I always just felt, like, awkward about it. But at your birthday party, they were there, and I was like, oh, my God, ignore, ignore. Yeah. And then, like, we said hi, and it was so nice. We had the best conversation. She was amazing to me. I, I was, like, pleasant to her and like we had a great talk Phil was there everyone was just being an adult and I was like I can't I was just like time must seriously heal everything and like life is amazing right now I was just so happy it is so cool and like something that once felt like like the end of the world like a failed moment you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and like so awkward and like it's not gonna be patched up like you're just like that's it's so true time does heal everything and I was I'm so happy like that obviously rocks (laughs) I love love all three of you and I'm already beginning to love Phil the fourth (laughs) the fourth yeah, no, it was, and I was like, there's just something nice when you're like, wow, we're all so fucking mature here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also when it's like, you're like, obviously with different people and all this stuff, where you're like, I still totally like this person. You can be like, like them as a friend and like be in that context. And so, yeah, like Phil and I were talking about this, that like, I literally hate the fact that his penis has gotten hard for any other woman in his life. Like, yeah. I'm like a like vicious, jealous person. Yeah. And so like, I just like, don't. <laughs> 
I just my I like combust every time I see like a girl like his Instagram. Like I yeah, and it's, it's so hard. It feels like something I can't control. Like I'm I, honestly uh, such an Instagram stalker. My boyfriend knows that, so now he just like doesn't follow anyone just because he's like I don't even want to deal with it. You know what I mean? Probably is a burner. Yeah, I am an Instagram stalker because here's the secret, guys. Uh, if you go on Safari, you can see the order. Yeah. <laughs> that's it so if you go on safari you can see the order in which they followed them so you can see their new followers because instagram really made it tricky for us with the new switch it up you know i know every time an update comes out i'm like (laughs) yeah so this is an interesting trick that i heard on tiktok which is basically you you create a new then we started we're like we're so mature now we're like here the deets to be a psycho (laughs) basically what you do okay you create a new instagram yeah put it with like a burner email okay Okay. which i'm sure you have plenty (laughs) and then and follow every single person that they follow so it looks like so basically the idea is it's not actually you're not going to get actually any information but you're just going to start seeing a feed of what they're seeing just to get a sense of like <laughs> what they're into what they're liking like what they're seeing what their content flow is you know oh, so it's you more mean just the like, boy with the boy follows. yeah so like okay. if i were to go to phil's instagram i would literally follow every single one of the thousand people he follows on yeah. a different account okay are you following yes and then i would just basically have like a lens into his life if you will oh and that oh that's mm-hmm. cool and then you could also send memes and stuff which like you know he probably already saw and thinks are exactly. funny and then he's like oh well that's another trick is like you know is he a complex guy is yeah. he uh you know mba what, what's this like tinder ish? blog T- all yeah, these different yeah, exactly ones. or is he more like of a grape juice boys you know what i mean you I just know. gotta get since a set. i started dating my boyfriend i now follow like 10 weird like tinder blog like all these accounts that are actually kind of strange and like 50 percent just post like weird photos of girls and then like memes and right there's the bar because it's guy. like they yeah. send it to you and you can't see it everyone went private now i'm like i follow <laughs> I'm trying to think of other toxic tips. Not that I do them, okay? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Well, the other one is just, like, is obviously just, like, creating a fake Instagram that you yeah. can, like, do everything through. Oh, but, Finsta. like, my Finsta isn't even – you know what my Finsta – my Finsta is actually a pretty – my it's a pretty healthy place. My Finsta is, like, a place where I don't care about the ratio, the number of likes, nothing. Like, I actually like when anyone I'm friends with follows it. It's just, like, a photo dump, essentially. So, like, I'll go, like, maybe two weeks I didn't really use it, and then I'm like, okay, here are all the photos. So it's, like, actually feels like a collage of, like, all the times I had that year. So, like, now when I look at my Finsta, it's, like, photos I didn't care that much about, and I'm not worried, like, exactly if it's worthy for my real Instagram. I'm just like going to post place. it. Yeah. But then, and then it's just... And then I'm like, shouldn't that just be my real Instagram? Like, when did my real Instagram become so serious with my, like, not that many followers <laughs> that I need a fake Instagram where I can post all my stuff? So I'm trying to switch that up. But I also follow mostly just, like, furniture accounts. I love, I love Arc Digest, like, vibes. And, like, Kelly Wurstler, like, sure. all these vintage accounts. Like, it's just that. And it's just funny people. It's so good. It's so good. SFK, um, it's me, Tinks. Recently I, I, after your tinks. podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> I one other thing is I recently today I posted like a photo dump. My my Rinsta is basically like a Finsta vibes, yeah. and he Phil was in a photo. Yeah, but like did that it, feel like a big deal? But it was like in the dump, and it wasn't a couple pick. Yeah, and then which I thought was kind of like chill girl vibes. Yeah, you know? totally. But then like you know how the like thing I used to think about is like oh sorry keep going no but you know how like Instagram reshuffles or like it puts a random so one it sometimes as the cover. starts like whatever people spend more time on so they're probably like who is this guy so then the cover so the cover is just a big so oh, it literally God. looks like I just Instagram like there's like an awkward photo of him and it's just so bad oh that so happens I know that was the thing that like for some reason when I got in this relationship like I was super guarded and I was nervous so like I didn't want to post photos of him because then I'm like oh if we break up I'm just gonna have to delete all of them and like then it's just gonna be a wasted Instagram and da 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 and then but now I've just gotten over that I'm like if it's a cute photo I'll do it but then well stories are a good like medium exactly yeah I, yeah, yeah, I was just giving him shit. I was like, people probably think you're single. I think it's time to put me back in the mix of the stories. But <laughs> I think at the same time, like, yeah. Post me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I'm like, that's so lame. Like, he rocks in on so many other ways. <laughs> um, also, like, oh, my God, this was so funny. We were at Phil's friend's house this yeah. weekend. And he was, like, going through college photos. Obviously, I was, like, wildly jealous because he had, like, a girlfriend at the time yeah. in, like, 2009. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like I'm gonna kill this bitch. Oh, my God. The Facebook is, like, where you see, like, all the ex-girlfriends. <gasps> I've seen some really sad stuff, yeah. And then sometimes, like, stuff. I almost feel like I'm a masochist. That's when you do things that hurt right, you, right? yeah. Where I'm, like, sometimes I'll bored. I'll just go on it, like, 
once every maybe four months. And I'm like, why am I looking at these old photos? Like, this is such a waste of my time. But my theory is it's actually a distraction, like, from doing stuff that I actually need exactly, to be doing, yeah. like, figuring out a job and all these things. I'm like, oh, I just want a distraction that kind of feels deep. It's less of a distraction than watching Netflix because it's, like, deep and, like, I have I feelings feel attached something. to it. You know what I mean? But, like, it's still, like, such a waste of time. Like, what? <laughs> and then, but then the craziest thing happened. A dick pic came up of him in, like, literally 2012. Oh, wow. How crazy is that? that I mean, is that was crazy. just funny. Patrick. Peter. Peter. <laughs> I was like, Peter, Peter was such a nice young lad. <laughs> um, wait, I was going to say something about um, moms. Yeah. Because do you think it's important that a guy have a good relationship with his uh, mother? <laughs> um, Like, do they need to be besties or do they just need to, like, not hate each other? Like, what's the vibe? I don't. Because, like, what I think is – this is something I'm recently – or not realizing. I think I was really blessed to have, like – a family that that I have and I just think that I think if you like their mom and then they have like a lot of beef I think that's a problem if she seems like super loving and nice or like someone's rude to their mom but I do think that parents are confusing in general just like in the past like since I went to college like I just realized like so many of my friends do have like complex relationships with their parents and I'm like so many of the times like it isn't it's no one's fault but it's not their fault so it's like it's sort of like luck of the draw, like, you know, who your mom is, like, and how she acts to you and how you act to her and all this stuff. So it's like, it just kind of depends. If a mom rocks and, like, a guy's rude to her, then I think that's a red flag. Or, like, how he speaks yeah. about her mom, like, if someone's demeaning, things like that, I think that's bad. But I also think, like, family is complex, you know? It's so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. What about yeah. you? What about you? You know, I recently – what's really important to me is that the guy is nice to my mom. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, but also, like, I've dated some psychopaths. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I remember my mom – I was staying, like, on one of my – I don't know how to say this without sounding like a bitch. But, like, one of my family's homes in L.A. Yeah. And my mom was, like, helping me. And she was, like, moving the trash can. And my boyfriend saw her and didn't help. And I just feel like that I should have been, like – like, let's break up because totally. that was, like, really bad. No, because you want – first of all, I think it's important that, like, the guy you're with cares about people that are important to yeah. you liking them. And that is important. So that could also, like, just as apply to friends. Like, it's just putting an effort because, like, the people that really matter to you, you want them to matter to them because yeah. they matter to you. And also, that's also, like, very much a, a – like, a manners thing, which I think, yeah, like, like – what I'm real chivalry. Yeah. And I think sometimes I'm like, would my brothers do that even though they're great guys? I'm like – did we, like, teach them to be super chivalrous? And maybe not. And I feel like L.A. was, like, for guys, like, sometimes they're just not like that. And I've noticed, like, yeah. boys elsewhere, I can't make a location excuse for them. But I have noticed, like, European boys, like, just think to, like, open the door first every single time and, like, do things like right. that. It's just more, like, if if parents, like, drew it, like, put it into or not. Yeah. I mean, what do you, yeah, what do you think but about— But I, I agree. Like, I could see how that's, like, a totally a red flag and, like, oh, like— bothersome yeah what do you think about like growing up in LA and how like like I said on one of the episodes of this podcast that like all the guys that went to Crossroads were super mean which is like only half of a joke like yeah it's kind of true we both okay. we both like had phases where we were totally. in love with fuck boys from Crossroads do you remember oh, they were God. best friends <laughs> <laughs> okay so, oh yeah wait so what I think oh. is that <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so what I think is that, and also in context, it's kind of hilarious because I'm like, oh, they're great. And like, I could never even be with that person now. Like, we're so different. But it is funny. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. But what I think is, I think in general, mm -hmm. and I cannot say this all the time because like, then now I'll meet guys who are like, you and all your friends always went for the assholes when there was like really great guys you weren't interested in. So maybe that's true. But I do feel like guys in LA have to do so little. Like, there are so many beautiful, great girls. And like, Literally, they're just like, yo, wow, want to come over yeah. now? And it's, like, super exciting. You get all dressed to, like, fake watch a movie and hook up. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just, like, so true. it's, like, people, like, rarely went on dates. And for some reason, when I went to college, it, like, switched. I was, like, obviously, I'm going to go on a date, like, if I want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, right. like, But they're going to ask me on a date if I want them to. And, like, it just was – it's just, like, sort of this bubble where I feel like expectations are, like, in, like, such a different zone than, like, so many other places, you know? Yeah, and, like, I'm not even trying to be, like, oh, like, L.A. boys are such douchebags. But, like, genuinely – at my high school, the bar for men was so low. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. Totally. I'm like, I, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, no, it no, was no. like they had to do absolutely nothing. Like, actually nothing. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. It's really crazy. It and really like, yeah. is. And I think... They would literally send me a text at 1 a.m. 
get and up, I, shave my legs, <laughs> get in my car, chew some gum. And the thing is, like, I think, like, all my friends kind of felt that way. Yeah. Besides, like, friends that found boyfriends or, like, wanted to date certain people. But then I'm like, did I just go for the absolutely, like, people that were not in the place, like, had signs on them, like, I don't want a girlfriend. And, like, I'm like, maybe I did. I don't know. Or Do maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe it's just, like, 17-year-old boys are all like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really think that 17-year-old boys should be allowed to have cell phones or, like, Yeah, totally. Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's this one guy that would um, Snapchat message all my friends when we were together, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he would, like, try to take different approaches to different girls. Like, girls that he thought, like... Like, some of my best friends, he would be like, let's play truth or dare. And then to other girls, would be like, you want to get dinner? But, like, all of them at the same time. And we were just like, this guy is fucking crazy. Like, what? And, like, I don't know. He probably did hook up with a few of my friends. But it, it just was, like, savage, you know? Yeah, God. The things, things I wish I could just, like, erase from. I know. It's, like, now <laughs> pretty, pretty hilarious, like, in retrospect. Right, You're right. right. Like, some of, like, the things, really specifically one thing that went on for, like, two years and, like, Exactly. You get the text like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. I, I would I get excited. Go into I would literally be, like, thrilled. Like, wow. Wow. He wants to put his, like, I, I'm not kidding. I just, I want to go listen to his beats yeah. for, like, two hours and then, like, fuck to, like, I don't know, like, like Jason Derulo. That's like, the other thing. Dark. Don't you think that most boys, like maybe 85% are like producers or like <laughs> DJ growing up in LA, but then you've never heard their music. Do you know what I mean? Like most of the boys I feel like I went to it with within high school. And also they were always high. Yeah. Like that was bad. Yeah. Which I, I just don't think I realized that. Like I sort of feel like I never in high school went for my friends. So like I didn't really know them on a friend level. So I'm like going in as this like younger girl. Like I was a sophomore. They were seniors. And I'm like the same thing. Like how can I make them think I'm awesome? And like having no perspective. Like they are obviously are about to graduate. Like they just want to like hook up, have fun, like leave to college, which they're so excited about. Like I think they're so old. Meanwhile, they're 17. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing is like it's just funny. But it's also good. Like I, I'm happy that like well, I'm not happy. It's like I don't think I needed to have that perspective when I was 15. Like I don't need to be like – it's like good that like, oh, like I liked his boy and I wanted it to work. And like right. I think that taught me a lot. Now what I've realized is like a guy will like show you pretty instantly like if he's going – if he's on like the same vibe you're on with a relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or the friendship or the kissing or friends or benefits, like whatever it is. Like, Like I used to think I could make someone feel that way about me. So it's like putting all – the pressure like on me to be like good enough for them to like me or like for them to want to take me seriously but now I realize like instantly like I'm literally me so you're either gonna like really want it to be a girlfriend or you're gonna want to hook up with me or whatever it is or like you're not gonna be into it so it's like I feel like people show that like pretty soon into it yeah I remember my current boyfriend like once ghosted me like we had plans I was at the Rosewood like with my friends, and I was supposed to see him that night, and at, like, 4 p.m., he stopped responding, and I was like, this was, like, the first, like, time he had done this. Before he'd had these great dates, he was so gentlemanly, and I was like, ugh, like, I just remember being so annoyed. And then he called me, and he was like, sorry, like, I just totally chilled last night, like, wasn't on my phone, whatever. And then he did the same thing that next night, and I just remember being like, old me would have almost maybe made that, like, him more yeah yeah because I would have been like wait he's actually really hard to get and he's not obsessed with me which shows like maybe he's better than me or equals or whatever like you know I need to get there yeah Yeah. (laughs) but then I was like wait actually I'm just gonna not respond to him like that really wasted my time so I didn't respond to him for like five days and then one day I went home and it was like this bouquet on like a golden pedestal in my Airbnb in Palo Alto with my friends and we were I was like okay fine (laughs) I was like it's not because he sent me flowers I had already decided that I was gonna forgive him but like I just remember being like no like he needs to like I need to show him like that's not fine like if it's not fine you know so yeah totally I mean like speaking of those like crossroads like high school boys yeah let's get back to it yeah let's just quickly (laughs) circle back to one of the like funniest moments of my life I was in college so at this point, I'd like to I'd like to say that I was like over that. So you were over it, but like you still were kind of interested in it. Yeah, because like it's like it's like my trauma, you know. Yeah, it's like the thing that like you never got to be the way you wanted it to be. Exactly. Yeah, and I I'm like writing it, and you're like killing it at school, like you know what I mean, like all the stuff where you're like this one fucker. And I'm writing an essay, and I have to use EasyBib. Do you know what EasyBib is? Um, it it makes bibliography yeah, for you. So it's like it was like the thing in like 2012, and like yeah. you had to make like bibliographers bibliographies <laughs> for your high school research papers. And I remember like that I had given. Well, I didn't remember at the time. I log in, and like the guy 
that I'd been obsessed with in high school had like used my easy bib because I had shared the login with him like two weeks wow. before and he had left me like a note in the title of his like easy bib like bibliography wow it was a crazy I deep think cut. that goes I think that goes as like the most creative way that someone has like somehow like slid back into contact that I've ever heard I've heard of like emails which I always thought was kind of crazy or right. LinkedIn messages but I mean an easy bib <laughs> gift leftover message that's crazy but like to be fair he was using my subscription which is like $13.99 a month so yeah. like so like again like you know, like who's yeah, no, like, like who's calling the shot? And then did you text him about it? You know, I didn't. I oh, didn't. didn't. I left him. That usually I left would have been a, such a good, you know, yeah. moment to fall back into it. I list. I I left him an easy bib in return. Yeah. So that I don't. I have not been on easy bib since. Should we log into my easy? You could have several letters. Yeah. By the end of this podcast, I think we should. Um, <laughs> that was just a crazy, crazy thing that happened. Another thing that I did. Speaking of email, this summer I was telling you that I hooked up with like a million people this summer. It was really dark. But That's I, fun. It's fun. It's good. It's good. But I like COVID summer ain't nothing for Caroline. I was <laughs> drinking way too much. And but I like yeah, that's really bad. It was really bad. Everyone was like being safe. It was fine, but it was really bad. And like it was like, good, but it's bad. No, you're your best friend. It was fun. It was a great experience, and it ended up all. Again. It was. It was. It was okay in the end. Um, but I remember, like this guy, like like speaking of people who don't like me back, and how like deeply yeah. that hurts me. Like this guy, I he basically said, "I don't want to be your boyfriend. I don't want to be exclusive." We had hooked up like twice, maybe, and I like sent him an email. I'm not gonna pull it up because I will actually perish. But I literally wrote him an email, like being like, being like. Uh, like I want you to be my boyfriend why don't you want to be my boyfriend like a detailed like long email and he like responded like hey like I'm just like not into it and like to this day like I can't look at that email Sabrina like it was so dark but you know what's so funny like you probably didn't even like that guy that much it's probably something that it's like if you like that's hitting on something else I started seeing a therapist a year ago and I realized like that's probably like something or just about something else of like it's not even about that guy it's like why would it even matter that this one random guy that you probably haven't thought about besides the email, which we won't look at, like, you know, like, wouldn't want you? Like, there's so many other people that do. So it's like, but it's, it's like, I think, there, I know what you mean, though. There is, like, crazy. Okay, so this is, this reminds you of something that I'm going to talk about myself again, but it's, like, so parallel no, stop, to go. that. This is, inter- this is an interview so, like, of you. <laughs> no, we're, it's a co-interview, babe. Okay. And so I remember, like, I used to feel like, okay, whenever I, I had a thing with someone and it didn't go the way I wanted, like, they wouldn't take it seriously. They ended it, whatever. Like, I needed everything to be, like, wrapped up in, like, a perfect picture. And, like, I would always be like, yeah, like, he's so cool. Like, we're totally friends. Like, it's all good. Do you know what I mean? And, like, mm. never admit, like, oh, I kind of got fucked over. Like, you know, that sucked. Like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. And I was never able to do that. And I remember I was with one of my best friends, and we just got back from, um, like, winter break so we just got back to school and we were on a field at night and we we're like let's make mood boards like it's a new year it was our sophomore year and oh no it was our junior year and so we like took these papers onto the field and we like started making mood boards about like things we were happy about things we could have done better at people like we made relationships with and like just like so many random aspects and bubbles of the year and like there was one thing where I like wrote this guy basically that like Whatever. And so about that. <laughs> anyway. Kind of says it all in a way. Just put it in there. <laughs> yeah. So there was this one guy. And it kind of ended badly. He basically sort of like ghosted, ended up dating this girl. And like it was so weird. And I felt like we weren't even friends. So like my narrative didn't work. Like I was like, okay, I kind of got fucked over. But like we're not friends. Like he was super weird. I didn't do anything. And then like he blocked me and all this stuff. Like, he obviously felt really weird that he had this girlfriend that, like, he probably, like, started seeing us at the same time. You know what I mean? And then, like, it really, like, we couldn't wrap it up, but I still was like, look, it's fine. I understand all this stuff. And then I remember, like, it took me, like, it was four months later, and I was with my friend making this mood board, and she was like, that kind of sucks, though. And I was like, yeah, but... And she's like, no, like, that sucks. And I was like, yeah, I guess it does suck. And I was like, why do I feel so embarrassed to, like, admit that, like, I got fucked over and like that sucks and like that really hurt and that's not what I wanted to happen because it yeah. feels like a failure. It feels like really embarrassing and all this stuff like and it's not perfect like oh that really hurt me and you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know why this I just got this what were we talking about no, before? No but I think that like ha- like actually like, admitting that is admitting hard. Admitting it yeah. I felt so much better like really? it was crazy like before I was like 
just like at this, like it was like dissonance. Like it's like my narrative of how I wanted to see the picture, like wasn't matching with how it was. And once I could be like, that was out of my control. That had nothing to do with mm, me. Like yeah. he fought, he didn't, he didn't want it. He didn't like me. He fucked me over. Like he liked this girl more. Like when I could admit that, like it just felt so much better because nothing was on me. Like, yeah. and it actually felt relieving, even though like I previously might've think like that was so like rejecting. Like yeah. I actually was like, I feel relieved. Like, I have nothing. Like, I feel at peace with the situation because mm-hmm. it wasn't in my control. Like, I can't pretend that's what I wanted to happen. It wasn't. Yeah. I think that's so true. And, like, just owning the reality of the situation, knowing what's in your control, both, like, so huge and hard things to <laughs> do. Hold on. Wait. I have more questions for you. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask you questions. Okay. You can ask me. Yeah, let me change Oh, that. this is a good one, though. Like, do you think you've gotten at this stage? You're probably not. Like, you're 22. I'm uh, 24. Okay. <laughs> and do you think you've gotten, like, all of your part- partying out of your system? Like, if you've gotten, like, pretending you're not in a relationship, okay. you found a guy you are obsessed with, you love. He's like, I want to be together for seven years and then get married. Would you yeah. be open to that? It's, okay. I don't know. This is going to be a conversation. I'm going to throw it back at you. I think, like. When I have my practical head on, I'm like, no, because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm so young. Like, I have so much to experience and all this stuff. But then, like, if you think about it, like, if you do find the person that you want to be with over everyone, even if you were single, like, you would still want to be with that person. You wouldn't – you might not want to be with other people. What I do think is important is, like, if you find that person really young, like, you should still wait until you got engaged or got married because, like, you'll probably change from 22 to 28. Like, I think that it's, like, I would change so much that, like, even if I'm done with partying, like, who knows if we'd still match up. But, like, I don't think, like, oh, I would need all these other experiences, which I used to think and, like, I think will happen. I think I will have a lot of experiences. But, like, I just was talking to my grandma, and she was had her first baby at 22. And, like, obviously times are just different. But, like, she was Girl. married at 20. <laughs> and she's, like, so happy. So I'm just, like... And I have some friends that are like, I'm with this person and we're going to get married and all this stuff. And like, who knows? Because everything could change in right. two months. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I think it's different for everyone. I definitely feel like what I think is that I feel like I've become a 50-year-old woman. How do you feel? Like now, like I'm so chill. Like I don't go out that much. Like right. all my friends took up knitting and all these arts and crafts. So it's mm-hmm. like we kind of are going through this like really chill phase. So I do think like I probably have a resurgence of like wanting to be super fun. And it might hit me like unfortunately to the pandemic. I think like we turned 21 in a pandemic and like we might like have a crazy phase at like 24. Hopefully not. But what do you think? Because like you're probably dating older guys who like that might be on their mind if they're 26 27 and like you're 24 right like my ex was 31 wow so that was like also on his mind and all his friends had kids and how how have you dealt with it like what do you think you know um, like a year ago I would have said no I'm not done partying but like you know you and I were at the club at a young age (laughs) (laughs) but I, I do think I'm also sober now and like that's changed my life a lot and I think I don't know I don't know if I'm I'm just, like, in a in a different headspace where I did, like, really crave that, like, fun, adrenaline, like, thrill, like, meeting someone new, like, DMCing them, like, yeah. being really, like, close with a new person. But now I'm more interested in, like, finding that person where, like, in my gut I'm, like, I know that, like, I want to, like, build, like, a life with them and I want to, like, build something cool with them, you know? And, like, I don't – like, all my friends will be, like, how do I know, like – if this is the guy, and I'm like, I don't think if you know, like if, if there's doubt, if there's no ask, doubt, you'd... you know, yeah. like that's what one of my friends says, like if there's doubt, there's no doubt. So like, no, as a no, like if there, if you have any, if you have to ask, you, you already no. know the answer. You yeah. already know the answer. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I also think it's like dating is a huge effort and all this stuff, which is like obviously so worth it if your single connection is important and all these things. But it's like, I do... S- like you're working so hard on your company and all this so it's like having a partner that would be like there for you and you can be focused and you like have the stability and this amazing thing but like your priority is maybe I think the coolest relationship would be like when you can be your own priority like in a relationship and they can be their own priority and like you're still like totally work you know so it's like you can be in your 20s working super hard like building your business and everything and like still like have this relationship I think that's that's really true do you have a question for me, darling? Um, I just was going to ask because I actually don't know. But, like, why did you decide to be sober? Oh, well, I haven't spoken about this publicly. So Do you want to? <laughs> no, I actually do. I do want to. Um, I decided to be sober because I was simply drinking too much during yeah. quarantine. But it got to a point, and I was talking to 
your brother's girlfriend about this where like it just like was messing with my health like I wasn't able to focus at work I was getting really anxious and like I was just drinking too much yeah and I used it like when I was bored and I used it like whatever and I think what's interesting about me like maybe people will find this I don't know not offensive but just kind of crude but like I didn't feel at the point where I was like I need to go to AA yeah and I didn't know if that would be helpful for me so I just kind of like I kind of just like quit talked to my therapist a lot like like took some time to just like be alone and like not like be with the like partying all the time yeah and just like did it kind of like on my like own vibe yeah totally yeah just like whatever works for you yeah and I don't expect myself to be sober for the rest of my life but I think like for the rest of the year and then like probably just like go to moderately drinking and I don't know. Like, I do stupid shit when I'm drunk, and I regret it, and I hate myself, and I'd just rather not. A hundred percent. I think it's, like, you clearly can cut it out when you want to. So, like, you know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. amazing. So you know that you have that ability, and, like, it seems like you're in, like, a great vibe. You're so much fun. Like, you don't need it to have fun at all. So it's it's just, like, whenever whenever you you would feel, like – I feel like it should always be – like, things, when I try to think, like, it's a net positive or a net negative, like, right. after everything. So if it's a phase where it becomes a net negative, then you can cut it out. If, like, it comes back and it's just, like, a little something, like, gives you energy or, like, makes you feel more free a bit, then it could be a net positive. Yeah, and I really have, like, an addictive personality where, like, anything, like, I, like, food, alcohol, Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel. Still working on that one. And, like, people. Like, everything. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I, I just use them in an addictive manner. And so yeah. it's, like, just learning how to be, like, normal. Yeah. me. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people struggle with that. I definitely struggle with that. Like, yeah. I, if I like something, I really like it. Yes. If I find a new food, a new show, I'll binge it. Like, shows, like, I'll finish it in two days. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, better for me not to watch a show all, all the time because it becomes my whole life like I I can like do like things like once a week yeah no same um I guess like yeah what else should we do we have anything else we want to talk about yeah I have like a million things that we were like supposed to talk about that we didn't oh this is a funny one um so like you I always see on Instagram that you and your boyfriend like go on a lot of trips together Uh and like my (laughs) biggest fear like actually my biggest fear is like how my significant other will act at the airport. Okay. Which is, like, similar to, like, at a restaurant, but I've had to get over that one. Yeah. But, like, if they're, like, if they're, like, rude to people, if they're stressed, if they're late, if they, like, do weird shit at the airport, like, it's my biggest ick slash, like, deal breaker. So, like, how, like, do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying 100%. It's almost like those things are the things, like, that can weirdly make or break a relationship. Like, how you can travel together, how you can, like, be together in just random contexts that, like, you wouldn't usually face you see them out of context like oh are they respectful to other people are they can't are they really stressed out what did I mean I think in my situation I definitely err on being late and messier (laughs) than most people I think I'm growing but like and my boyfriend definitely errs on the other side of being like Mm -hmm. so on time like he grew up like you have to be there one minute early to be on time so like maybe I think we meet each other in a good halfway like the airports have actually been nice It's so fun to travel with someone, like, a friend or whatever, like, just to take a flight with – I'm just so used to, like, taking flights alone and all this stuff that it's actually been definitely a good thing. I think he's a he's a good traveler. We we roll like you know what I mean through the you, he carries my you back. Just he's roll very on chivalrous. <laughs> we roll our suitcases. He's super chivalrous, <laughs> like carries my stuff. Like it's good. Definitely he gets stressed out when like I'm in one of my like indecisive yeah, phases yeah, yeah. or being late. But like I've just realized like it's such a bad thing when I make him late that I'm just not going to. Like, it's definitely worked in his favor the way he reacts. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, like, will not be late. Do you guys do PDA? Like, if someone tries to kiss me at the airport, I will kill Okay, him. so, unfortunately, <laughs> I am super like that. But, like, he is just probably a normal person, and I, for some reason, like, this is my first boyfriend, and I'm so obsessed with cuddling. Like, I've always kind of been like that, like, really wanting to, like, always touch people and, like, have a physical touch and, like, be, like, cozy and all these things. So, yeah. like, I definitely – sometimes he's just, like, I just literally need to breathe, Sabrina. Like, just give <laughs> us, like, a five-minute break. Like, we don't have to hold hands. Like, you don't have to be, like, kissing my neck. I, like, want every moment to be, like, a movie picture perfect. I'm, like, oh, no, no, no. So I think, like, that's something – he's, like, definitely, like, thinks I'm actually crazy with my cuddles. So I'm 
I'm learning like I'm learning to be more normal and just be able to be in situations like coexist as individuals instead yes. of as a couple, which like actually is really important. And I need to be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like then every situation like he's and I'm with his friends much more than I he's defined by by the fact that his girlfriend's there or vice versa. But at my birthday, I was so PDA because I had a lot of champagne and I just wanted to be cuddled and he gave it to me because it was my day. <laughs> what about you? So you don't like PDA? Have you ever had a boyfriend yeah. that's like really about that? Yes. And, and what do you do? It's, it's horrible. I mean, Phil is like that. And basically like everyone I've been with has been like big on like just tactile like yeah. things. And like I just like I didn't grow up very touchy. I'm like the opposite. Like it kind of cringes me out. And yeah. like like even just like at night, like if Do you like to cuddle? Like for three, four minutes at a time. Like I can't do like a long cuddle sesh. Okay. It is hard to sleep when you're actually cuddling. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's like so like hot. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like like physically. You need that airflow. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> but Oh, so going on Oh, but you were just in Palm Springs. How did you feel like that travel experience went? It went really well. Um, I'm trying to think of like how did it how okay you know what another thing is like what? when your friends merge or like they meet yeah. your friends mm -hmm. that's like another kind of it can be a big road bump because like I was really nervous when my boyfriend met my friends because at that point I already knew I really liked him and I love my friends they've been my friends forever so I right. wanted everyone to really like each other there's a lot of pressure yeah. yeah I mean I feel like it went really well just because like we weren't like dating like we yeah. was I wasn't like this is my boyfriend I was like this is Phil and everyone was like really chill with Phil. Chill with Phil. But I think like I think one thing that was hard is like he's a bit I can't say this, but he's a bit like oh, fuck, how do I say this? He's a he's say a bit it. just like showy, if you will. Mm. And like two of my guy friends came on the trip and they're the exact opposite. Like yeah. Phil is very into like Miami. If you, yeah, do you yeah. know you got 100%. it already. Like yeah. And, but like my guy friends are very like low-key like SF. very like like sf like kind of techie like i don't know and phil's just very like like let me just like nah, yeah you know and so that was like just a weird gelling but they and it's weird because yeah. like when you you can definitely be with someone who's like that and like you actually know there's so much else to them that yes. it doesn't matter yeah. but then you're looking at someone just meeting them and you're like oh they might seem super superficial or something and isn't that so weird like often actually i think when a guy meets my friends is when i decide it's not gonna work because I'm like, I see them through their And that's what I was eyes. so nervous about. Like, yeah. to see them in a third-person context. Like, oh, and I, yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah, because I, I also, like, date people that are, like, really extreme whatever they are. Yeah. So it's, like, if I date, like, a, like, tech guy, he's, like, got to be, like, the most, like, all birds, like, yeah. fucking, like, worship Steve Jobs, like, totally. whatever. And then if I date, like, someone who's more, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what is Phil? Like, Miami, like, yeah. like, uh, like, like, Carbone. They're, like, you the know? most version of themselves. <laughs> they're, like, so, they're saturated. Yeah. Which I, I think is, like, actually a really good quality of a person, but I totally get you. And I think, I don't know if it's bad. Like, I've seen people in third context where... Where I realize, like, wait, maybe they're really not for me if they don't mesh into your life in a way that feels, like, great. I don't know if that's just, like, a bad part of our brain where we're caring about people think. Or maybe it's, like, wait, and one-on-one -on -one it works, but, like, we can't mesh into each other's lives that well. And that's probably valid. But also, like, I thought he was awesome, and I definitely didn't feel that way. Like, I thought he killed it at the B-Day. And, like, you know? So, like, Aww. I'm a fan of Phil. <laughs> Chill, Phil. You know, I actually have a question for you that yeah. I really wonder about. Because, like, I started this relationship during the pandemic. So I was doing school online, and I have been working on my interviews. But, like, I feel like there have been major voids in my life that usually would be so much of my time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like being more invested in school, like all the clubs I was in and having a summer job, which was all canceled. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm curious, like how much, how do you balance like being a normal 24 year old girl right. that's getting in these relationships, all this stuff, running a company that's like completely on your shoulders? Like, what do you think is the, the percent of your brain that each, each aspect takes up? Such a good question. And we were talking about this because like similar to how I just like wake up after two months and like hate the person. I also will have this feeling of, like, if they're taking away from Quinn, I, like, hate them. And so it's, like, I don't want to get into a situation where I'm not focusing on Quinn because I'm focusing on them. That's not their fault. Because then you actually resent that exactly. they're taking yeah. up, like, your potential. It's, like, this crazy feeling when it has Even nothing to do fault. with them. Yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah. wait, why can't I just find this better balance? Exactly. And so I, don't, like, I tried to flag that and be, like, look, I'm, like, we are boyfriend, girlfriend, or dating or hooking up from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And, like, other than that or whatever my working hours are, or wait, yeah, whatever my non-working hours are, because it's just too, like, shitty to, tr like, to feel like I'm, like, 
can't give enough to either, if yeah, that makes sense. Totally. But I feel like in summary, this episode was really about like, or our conversation was really about like, you know, what was it about? I don't know so many things, <laughs> like, like feeling, Like figuring out, like figuring out if you actually like someone. Yeah. So I think it's about, and not okay, being a people I think pleaser. there's multiple things. Okay. <laughs> not being a people pleaser at all. But like, if you are to also know that about yourself and then you can like identify it. you can be like, that's the way I work. So set yourself up in a situation to to win. To win. <laughs> and don't be hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. You, like, be your own best friend, right? Yeah. And, and like, what else did we talk about? Like, growing up. Easy bib. <laughs> easy bib. Such a creative way to contact someone. And, like, friendship, yeah. which, like, I feel like we could have talked about more. But I think, yeah. like, the biggest thing I learned is, like, or that I'm just, like, learning is, like, friends are so important, which sounds so cheesy. But, like, there's been phases where, like, you've been in a relationship. I haven't talked to you in six months. You know what I mean? Then we hang out and, like, everything just clicks back into it. So I feel like beyond all of this and, like, now, I don't know. Friends are forever, babe. Friends are forever. Oh. <laughs> Where can our good listeners find you and follow everything that is Sab Loves? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully soon it'll be, like, my Finsta because then it'll be a lot more exciting. But right now, you'll just get my Rinsta. It's Sab Loves. S-A-B. S-A-B. Yes, She loves. That's it. I just have a Twitter that I started, but I wouldn't go there yet really? for our next interview. Oh, I think it's Sabrina Halper, so you can also follow her. <laughs> yeah, her real last name is Halper. Halper. People, like, didn't know that, though. Everyone was like, is your last name Loves? <laughs> Thank you for coming today. This is Thank the best Thank you so much ever. for having me. I love me. you. I love and you. And happy birthday. Happy, happy, um, your birthday just passed, so it's your <laughs> birthday, too. We're both Pisces. We're both Pisces. Happy birthday to you, Caroline.